back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Peak Endurance Podcast with your host, Isabel Ross. As a personal trainer, accredited endurance coach, and now podcast host, Isabel is bringing you the best advice, tips, and tricks for your health and athletics. Having had raced all over the world, including participating in the notorious Barkley Marathons, she's now brought all of her knowledge and brought it back to you so you can now be an expert. So sit back, relax, and the knowledge you'll receive will have you off to the races. So you like running, but you're feeling pain or irritation and you can't enjoy it like you once did. Or worse, your performance is taking a big hit. Now you're reminiscing on the good times where the wind blew past your ears. Nature looked lovely as you passed it. What are you waiting for? Go and visit the specialist at Health and High Performance. With the latest in technology and a wealth of experience, the team at Health and High Performance can help you with all your running injury and performance needs. Let's get you back to doing something you love with the results you're capable of. Head over to healthhp.com.au slash run or you can find them on Instagram at Health High Performance. Health and High Performance are located in Mount Albert, Melbourne but are available for telehealth appointments not only Australia-wide but also around the world. So contact them now on their website to find out more. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. Episode 166 is an interview with Okana Murray. Okana is running a marathon every day, making her way from the tip of mainland Australia, which is Cape York, to the toe, which is Melbourne. That's 155 consecutive marathons for a total of 6,200 kilometres to spread a very important message. Extinction is a choice. That's right. 150 consecutive marathons to be the voice for our native animals. Okana is aiming to raise $62,000 and has added some stakes to her run. If she doesn't finish it in six months or less, she will be returning all donations. Now, that's some awesome confidence. I love it. I love that mindset. Now, if you are in the Melbourne area, make sure you get down to Lilydale Lake on a Tuesday evening at 6.30pm to take part in Run Club. We have lots of fun with sessions designed to develop speed, strength and improve your form. And we're a fun bunch too. We have lots of laughs, even though we're all working hard. Well, when I say we, I mean them. I'm just supervising. The first session is free. We would love to see you there. Also, don't forget to use the code Isabel Ross, all caps, no spaces, and with an O for Isabel, to get a massive 15% off at Peak Chocolate. I simply cannot recommend their products highly enough because I truly love them. I only promote things that I really love, okay? So go to their website, peakchocolate.com, and get that discount. Now, if you want quality personalized coaching, email me, Isabel, at peakendurancecoaching.com.au. And it doesn't matter what level of running you are, whether you race or don't race, We all tend to have running goals and I would love to help you achieve your running goals. So email me, I'd love to hear from you. Also, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I don't get paid to do this podcast. I've just really enjoyed it. It's something I've always wanted to do. And seeing people enjoy what I create is payment for me. And that happens, more people get to enjoy it when you rate and review because it increases the exposure of the pod. So I really appreciate your help on that one. Enjoy my chat with Akana and hearing all about her big challenge. Hi, Akana, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. Thanks for having me. How are you? 
I'm very good. How about you? Yeah, really good, actually. I'm up in um, Brisbane at the moment and it's absolutely raining, like cats and dogs. That um, the, A lot of my friends are down at uh, Splendour in the Grass and it got cold off today for the weather. So it oh, is no. Poor. Yeah, it's, 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 um, it's no good up here at all. No, but well, what's the temperature like, though? Oh, lovely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's not lovely when it's raining. That's a bit awful. It's not lovely. And yeah. it's, I don't know, it's Queensland rain. So when it, it comes down, it comes down all in about 10 minutes flat. So if you're caught in it, it's a bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, um, as long as you can still get a run in, eh? Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm pretty stubborn like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I mean, you know, that's the most important thing. And to be honest, what's a bit of rain when you're running? Yeah, absolutely. You're just going to jump in the shower anyway. So exactly. it is what so, it is. Um, for my listeners who don't know you, can you tell them a bit about yourself and how you got into running? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, yeah, I'm a 32-year-old, I guess, runner. Um, I don't really kind of have one focused distance. I do try and, you know, do everything, road running, trail running, hiking. Uh, I tried short distance, but it takes me a kilometre to warm up. So I'm terrible at it. <laughs> um, I actually have a, I grew up playing soccer. So I think my core strength and like fitness came from a, from a history of competitive soccer. Um, I did, I did play in the US. I played in the UK mm-hmm. under scholarship. So I did that all my life. Um, and when I hit my early twenties, I came back to the Arab Valley, which is where I grew up and was looking for something new. I wanted to move into Melbourne as we all do spread those wings and meet new people. So I moved to Melbourne, wasn't sure, knew I liked running and walked across the road to Collingwood Athletics Club um, to a to a, a coaching group called Vigor Fitness. And I remember that first training, we were doing 600s. And, you know, my coach Liam said, oh, just run with, the, run with the kind of second pack and see how you feel. And I remember finishing that 600 well in front of the second pack, like, you know, 20 metres out in front. And Liam, I'll never forget it, goes, Akana, where have you been all my life? Come and join the front pack. So I did. Uh, and I kept up with everyone and just fell in love with it instantly. And um, from there, that would have been nine, 10 years ago now. And oh. just my, my love of love of running evolved. And, you know, I come from a history of team sports. And so everyone always says, oh, it's very lonely running. Uh, and it, but it's not at all. You, you know, whether it's an actual event or if it's a club sport or it's just running with friends, it's one of the most social things you can do. Um, it's actually how I catch up with most of my friends is let's go for a run. Um, and yeah, that's kind of where the the background of, I guess, my running probably stems from. So you say you don't have a favourite or you don't run particular distances or whatever, but do you have like a favourite kind of distance to run? Yeah, I do now, the marathon. Um, mm-hmm. It took me years to even think about it. I remember um, you'd watch people do the marathon and they'd, they'd have these terrible faces and they'd just complain and you know they'd be walking to the finish line and I'm like why would anybody do that that sounds horrible um and my coach said to me you know I kind of you've got the right physique for it you've got the right stubbornness for it you've got the right you know technique so one day I, I did sign up for one and absolutely I went terribly I went out like a 5k race and you know got 15ks in and walked home but Everybody in that event, every time they saw me stop, because I stopped a lot, <laughs> said, um, you know, keep going or you can do this or offer me a gel or would offer me water. I was like, man, this is this is great. The community here is amazing. So, yeah, that, that's that's kind of how I fell in love with it. And then t- took my competitive background from the shorter distances and put it in the marathon and um, ended up racing, yeah, qu- quite competitively on the domestic scene. And, 
yeah, even overseas in 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 Japan and in um well not Japan, COVID called that off, but in in oh. Berlin as well. So, so what was your time for your first marathon? Oh, my first marathon that I finished because um I didn't finish my very first one. Uh, was two hours and um fifty four minutes, I think, off the top of my head. For your first marathon. For my first marathon, yeah. But what about that one where you were walking though? Surely I didn't finish, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got to thirty kilometers. It was Gold Coast, Gold Coast Marathon, two thousand eighteen, uh, and yeah, did not, could not make it, despite everybody, uh, everybody helping me out. <laughs> So then, wow, two fifty four. Geez, that's a bit of a um, an, a nice uh, first time. Yeah, I mean, first finished. It was yeah, I definitely had attempted one before that. Um, yeah, that was Sydney. That was a really good, um, really good performance. I'd had a lot of practice by then. I got my nutrition right. I'd slowed down. I think was the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, what time did you do Berlin in? I also didn't finish Berlin. I know this is not a good. <laughs> Not a good rep, but um, unfortunately, Berlin was uh, one of my, I was the fittest I'd been. I was actually going for um, a, a, a kind of more of a qualifying time. I was aiming for the low, kind of the 230 something mark um, and was on track. And I remember it really clearly. I was hitting the splits. I was, you know, towing the line with the world's best and got this pain through my right hip um, at 37 Ks and it stopped me on, on the spot. Um, absolutely so um, yeah that was was off the back we I don't know still to this day I got a lot of I got a lot of massage through it and it went away after about a month but it just yeah absolutely stopped me and unfortunately I was shattered because yeah yeah, it was 12 months of sorry 12 weeks of intense training Um, and yeah off the back of that that's when I flew to Tokyo. So I thought, all right, Japan's behind me. I'll fly to Tokyo. This was in March of 2020. So not that long ago. Uh, And as the, as the plane landed in Japan, they called off the race for COVID. So that's when I turned my attention to tip to toe after two back-to-back, yeah, terrible elite marathons. Talking to you, wasn't it? (laughs) The universe was, the universe was. Not to say I haven't finished marathons. I've definitely had some crackers. But yeah, the last two before tip to toe were absolute wipeouts. So are you planning on, you know, trying to qualify again? I don't know. I'm only, I'm 32. And if you know our key amazing female powerhouses, Lisa Waitman, Sinead Diver, they're in their 40s and yeah. they are kicking goals. So absolutely, it, I haven't written it off, um, mm. but. I don't know. I don't know what doors will open with tip to toe. I might fall in love with the trail scene um, and do those and do ultras. Um, I'm actually doing the guzzler. Oh, this weekend. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I just got my bib. So. Yeah. One of my athletes is doing that. Yeah. Which event? The 50. The 50. Cool. The 50. I'll see. Cool. Yeah. She, he, I'll see him on the, I'll see. Fiona. Yep. Fiona. All right. I'll keep an eye out. I'll give her a wave. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, now you've you've mentioned tip to toe. Do you want to tell the listeners um, what what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, tip to toe. Um, before it was tip to toe, has been a lifelong dream. Um, and it kind of culminated in COVID when all racing stopped, um, all competitive road racing, which was my background. And essentially, what it is is running from the very top of Australia to the very bottom. Um, and 
it's a long way. I, my original plan was um, there's a guy called Richard Bowles and he ran the Bicentennial Rail Trail in 2012. And I've always been in awe of that. It's, it's a non-motorized single use, um, sorry, yes, single like rail track yeah. from Cooktown, Queensland, 5,330 k's to Hillsville. And I thought, wow, no female has done that. Only Richard's ran it. You know, you can definitely cycle it. Yeah. And then I thought, well, if you're starting in Cooktown and you go to Hillsville, why not do the whole thing? Like what, what's an extra six or 700 kilometers? And that's where it, and that's where it stemmed from. Um, and then at the same time, very um, fortunate for me, I met my partner and he's a, he's a filmmaker and he's also almost on my, well, he's on my level of go-getter um, and maybe even a little bit more. And he said, you need to do this now before life keeps throwing things in the way because yeah. the longer you push this out, life will keep throwing things in between now and then. And so, yeah, I packed up, I quit my job and here we are four ah, weeks. Ago. I quit your job. I was wondering how you were going to fit it in with work. No, I didn't. <laughs> um, can I ask, are you normally a teacher simply because I'm, of a cup? <laughs> um, this I, I got writing. a few of those cups when I was teaching primary school. So. <laughs> uh no this is my I'm at my um in-law's house and she is a very good teacher okay so this is probably her mug I can't claim this uh no I'm a nutritionist okay um yeah so but I was a teacher of sorts uh, I, I teach nutritional practice and yeah you know food science <laughs> that's right <laughs> all right so wow okay that's a, that's a, a big commitment to um to, you couldn't just take leave without pay <laughs> they did offer me a sabbatical yes um to their credit I haven't just but I decided um I had been there a long time I decided to take this as an opportunity to to see what was next um yeah and I think that it's exciting sometimes throwing yourself in the deep end um you know what and I think it's sometimes it's you know life is short and I'm always saying this life is short and you just got to go for it sometimes you know and just see what happens yeah. yeah, because if I was going back to something that I knew, I wouldn't say yes to something I don't know. Yeah, and I right. like the unknown. I think there's so much potential in the unknown. Um, this whole run is unknown, really. You know, I don't really know what to expect. Have you ever done any multi-day run before? I've multi, not officially, but I definitely have done my own. Um, yeah. yeah, I choose places like Wilson's Prom and I'll, and I'll just, yeah, go out with a friend or, or solo. Um I'm a bit crazy like that. I will just fly up to Port Douglas and run for four days and not tell anyone where I am and get back on a flight. I'm getting better just because I'm getting a little berated by my family. But um, yeah, uh, definitely is in my personality to just jump straight in. Good for you. That's that's an awesome way to be. Um, now, you are um, raising money um, with this um, run. Do you want to tell the listeners a bit about this as well? Yeah, yep, of course. So we are trying to raise $1 for every kilometre that I run on tip to toe. Um, so ideally that will be $62,000. Um, I chose the Woodness Society um, firstly because they're an incredible organisation doing big things for environmental advocacy and that is definitely my cause. Um, I grew up in the Yarra Valley and I used to share the trails with all these incredible animals um, and it would be loud and, you know, you'd come back dirty and kind of sweaty, but a massive smile on your face. And I go back now as, as a 32-year-old and it's just a little bit quieter. You know, you're not really seeing as many animals. 
you're not really, you're not, you just notice the difference, particularly from the bird front as well. And so I just looked into it a little bit more and, you know, the, the extinction rate in Australia, we have these iconic animals, like globally significant animals, yet we are world leaders in biodiversity loss. So there's almost 500 animals, native Australian animals on the endangered list, including the, you know, one more was added last week, the greater glider. And if we don't do anything now, we're not going to have these animals around for future generations. And it would just be such a shame because, uh, you know, it, it's just part of our, the, 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 the trails that I share these, that I share with. So yeah, that's all we're doing. We're raising money for the Wilderness Society, not just money, but awareness as well. We just want to share the message that extinction is an extinction crisis. And it's a choice that we're making to save these animals. And we just need to make sure we're making the right one. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to ask that if you've always been interested in, envir in environmental advocacy. So obviously. Ab absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've always been uh, into, yeah, very much into protecting our national parks. Um, and mostly be it's, it's, it's selfish as well, you know, because not only do we need them for the future of our planet, but my mental health depends on me getting yeah. out into the bush. So, you know, so it comes from both ways. Yeah, no, and, and I th I'm sure many of the listeners will, will be on board with that and agree with you there too. So a, a dollar for every kilometre, so you're trying to raise $62,000. How, how is that going? It's going well. We're at about, um, I mean, I haven't even started yet, so I fully appreciate everyone that's supporting, you know, just even the concept of me doing this. Um, so we're at about $2,500 now. Um, we have a GoFundMe page with all the money there going to the Wilderness Society at the end because obviously we don't want to put a ceiling on it. Um, yeah, we haven't really kickstarted the, the campaign yet um, for, the, for the fundraising. I was half waiting until we get out there on course just so it's a bit more impactful. But, yeah, the support's been astronomical and I'm very humbled by everyone. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, what I'll do is I'll put the, um, the, the link to, to the page, the GoFundMe page in the show notes. Thank you. I, yeah, very much appreciate that. Yeah, because I'm sure there'll be people listening that really want to help and, and want to support you. You've also said that if you don't, complete the run in the six months you'll return all donations yeah very <laughs> risky one hey that's very gutsy a... <laughs> but you know what this is a very difficult challenge and uh at the end of the day I want when I wake up in the morning I know that if I don't run the funds won't go to the wilderness society and that's my biggest motivation so yeah. I back myself and it's almost a it's almost saying, you know, you've really got to back yourself because um, I'm, uh, to be honest, I'm 100% confident I'm going to make that finish line. I've given myself plenty of time based on what we're trying to do. And I just want that motivation to go, you know, you've got to, you've got to do it. And everyone loves an underdog story. You know, it's me versus the clock and, you know, the clock is not going to stop. So I can't right. stop either. So you're doing a marathon a day. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, as part of you continuing, you know, and getting it done, how are you going to deal with niggles or, or I, I don't want to say the other word, but any little niggles that might come up? Yeah, absolutely. So I do have an incredible physio, um, David McNeil. He's our 5K Olympian. He is on board as um, on call at all times uh, to help out. Uh, and I'm just going to be careful. I've, I'm luckily touch wood. I'm very injury resilient. I mean, in a decade of running, I haven't had a stress fracture. I haven't actually had an injury besides a small plantar fasciitis when I first started and didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. So I think I'm going to lean on my own background, which is, you know, I've, I did a, I've got a diploma of fitness. I was a personal trainer for three or four years. 
I've got a you know nutrition background and just lean on my experience, uh, lean on Dave, <laughs> uh, my coaches are a medical therapist, mm-hmm. um, and lean on everyone around me. Yeah, yeah. Now, like you said, <clears throat> you've got a nutrition background, so um, obviously food is really important in your uh, in in this run. What, what sort of what is your plan for your if you food during while you're running and like for recovery and, and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, great question. Um, I'm going to be consuming about or need to consume about 5,000 calories a day yeah. so right up there. Um, <laughs> and this will change because <laughs> there's actually a, 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 a young guy, sorry, I can't remember his name, but he once did an unsupported run from Canberra to the tip of Australia. And I caught, and we spoke, he, he gave yeah. me some advice and I asked him the same question and he said to me, oh, and remember he was unsupported. Yeah. He goes, man, all I could do was have run to the next roadhouse and eat a meat pie. So he lived the entire thing off meat pies. Oh my God. And I thought, oh no. So that got me thinking. And luckily I do have, um, track about campers are thankfully donating a, an off-road camper. So I will have a full setup for kitchen um and food so I'm going to be hopefully making a lot of fried rice a lot of you know me goring a lot of camping style meals just lots of carbohydrates you know balanced proteins and eat as much as I can and with the 42k a day I can stop you know I don't have to go from start to finish so I can you know run 12 kilometers and have a piece of toast with peanut butter and then run 12 kilometers and have a burrito so I'm going to overconsume as best I can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean I'm a, I'm a big believer myself in in the best recovery methods being food, sleep, hydration basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um I'm guessing well you've got the food and and the hydration because I'm sure you've got that nailed too. Um and I'm guessing you're going to be prioritizing sleep as a recovery as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean 42 kilometers a day you know ideally if I'm starting in the morning I'll be done by lunchtime yeah so my whole afternoon I've got books uh I've downloaded about a hundred movies uh yeah it'll be very relaxed that sounds great it sounds it sounds like it'll be fun as well um and so who is your support group yeah great question so um when I first raised this to my family uh my dad uh is a very keen uh, camper and he's never been to the tip so they're actually going to come for the first just that first little bit from the top the north um from cape york right down to say i think they're going to come to cooktown so for about two or three three weeks four weeks dad's a mechanic and i think he's a little worried that sending me up there with a four-wheel drive that may or may not break down um, i'll never come home yeah so i've got actually my family for the first bit my partner is going to come the entire way he is a filmmaker and is going to be driving the vehicle probably cooking that fried rice I was talking about um, and just helping out for moral support. Um, we've got a bike, so we'll be, have someone hopefully riding with. And then the support for running has been unbelievably great. I've had so many people reach out through media encounters that I've had or word on the street or my, you know, running club. And so I don't think there's actually going to be much of it where I won't have someone coming to oh, run wow, that's good cool. yeah. and one of the key things I've said to everyone is please come out because this is a shared experience you know mm. and it doesn't have I'm not running fast it can be we can walk you know we can slow down we can speed up and so what we yeah, because you've got all day to to do the run got all day and so I'm packing extra tents um and extra, extra sleeping bags 
and, and mats for the floor. So if anyone does want to come out, please reach out. We have heaps of space. We have facilities. We have a kitchen. We don't have a shower, but that's okay. We'll be friendly. And yeah, <laughs> come, come and join. That sounds awesome. Are you planning any rest days? Not until the world. So the world record I'm trying to achieve is 100. Is, so it's currently 94 consecutive marathons. I do know in the background an American lady has beaten that. It just hasn't been validated by Guinness World Records. I'm assuming there'll be no problems. So I'm going to aim for that. And that's 105. So at least until then, I'm not aiming on a rest day. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and what shoes are you using? Great question. I've actually been sponsored by Tarkine. So Tarkine are completely aligned with what I'm doing. They're a small Western Australian startup that use recycled materials with 2%, sorry, or 5%, I should fact check that, of the money going back to the to the, protecting the Tarkine um, to Kanya Forest in Tasmania. Uh, I've been wearing them for about six months now in preparation and they've been great. They're very, very good shoe. Um, so yeah, that's what I'll be wearing. Awesome. Awesome. How many do you reckon you'll go through? <laughs> I've already gone through about three just in like the lead up. Uh, I've been given 10 pairs. I don't think I need more than that, but I will let you know if I do. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to do a follow-up interview. And, Sorry? We'll have to do a follow-up interview and see how everything yeah. can out. <laughs> Depends on how much I wear them past their use-by date, you know? Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm guessing you'll kind of rotate them. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'll probably wear one on a Monday, one on a Tuesday, one on a yeah. Wednesday. Uh, it's the best way. And shoe uh, overuse injuries are the first thing that will write me off. So yes, I'm exactly. very careful about that. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Um, are you anticipating uh, some challenges along the way? Like I'm sure there will be, but what are you sort of um, putting in place to help you deal with any challenges along the way? Yeah. Not much at the moment because I'm, we're expecting all the challenges in the world. And this is a funny, it's a funny conversation I have with my partner all the time because he has a film camera. And for example, if I run into a cassowary that looks slightly aggressive or, you know, I, something goes wrong and he goes, all right, well, what, what's my priority? Am I, am I going to get it for the film or am I going to help you? No, it's got to film it. (laughs) The priority is filming it. (laughs) So he goes, he's already said, he's worded me up. He goes, I'm sorry, but if you're a little bit upset, that's what we need. So people want to yes, see that. Exactly. I, like, oh, I didn't even think of that. So um, we have, we are expecting hurdles, but we just don't know what they'll be. I think top of that list will be mechanical with the car. Uh, floods, it's been very floody. So we mm. might get landlocked. Um, we have some plans for that. Um, it's just weather. It's been a funny couple of years with weather. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, um, your partner and, and you, you're going to be um, in a little van for six months, 24-7. <laughs> will we make it through? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you will. But, um, you know, do you have any, because sometimes you do need that little bit of time, whatever. Do you have any plans for that? Time alone, I mean. We don't time. know. But you know what? We Okay. <laughs> if we can survive Melbourne's lockdown. Yeah, true. Anyone, any couple out there in Melbourne who survived yeah. 2020 and 2021 will live forever in yeah, my I, I have, I, I kind of agree with you with that one. 
if you survived that yeah totally that, that's it was really good training for this wasn't it exactly what's the difference between my tiny brunswick apartment in fact there's actually more room in the track about camper than there was in my flight my last place <laughs> yeah yeah i know the feeling don't worry um <laughs> Yeah. So, oh, well, well, that's great. I mean, and, and I, I don't imagine that there would be any issues, but it would have to be something that you'd have to think about, I'm sure. Yeah. We're one of those, um, we are very close in terms of um, what we do. You know, we've been working on this project collectively for, you know, three to six, maybe longer, almost a year. So we are very much used to working in each other's space. Um, so I think we should be okay. If not, he can fly in, fly out if need be. We haven't had that chat yet, but he's he's not trying to break the record so he's allowed to leave if he needs to yeah no, but he's got to film it <laughs> exactly you might miss something exciting so what are you planning on doing with the film like do you are you uh like what what is the yeah, yeah. plan um so it depends on how on the finished product i guess we'll, we'll definitely submit it to you know your touring film adventure film festivals um you know that would be a incredible um guts we're going to guts of girls which is touring through brisbane it's here on wednesday so we're going to go and see that get some inspiration um yeah and then and then probably honestly after that just just release it for just for our own you know for general viewing we're not we're not we're not planning on commercializing and it. it's more just to share the experience with what we're doing with the world because not many people get to see this much of Australia I never have and it's a it's 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 a really beautiful country and I really want to yeah showcase it to the world yeah no no and I, I think that'll be great and and definitely <clears throat> good for something like gutsy girls and and showcasing what women can do and are um capable of so absolutely yeah. i mean there's been some incredible i know you had sean bell on the podcast yeah. absolute powerhouse and uh, you know there's a and Lockie sparks is currently running to cans for mental health and ned brockman's going to try and so there's a lot of guys out there in this in yeah. this last three years doing doing this incredible feats but you know from my knowledge and correct me if i'm wrong there's not a, as many females so yes. it feels good to throw one in for the women yeah no no i totally agree i totally agree with that and um, so, so back to sort of, um, you know, dealing with the day-to-day -day issues. So do you have someone to give you massage? Did you say that? I would, don't have someone with me always, but yeah. um, I've been given that I've got a lot of connections in a lot of cities. So okay. if need be, I will um, stop in the cities and get remedial massage. Yeah. I've got a Theragun. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so that should be fine. And I'm going to give uh anyone that does come and support run uh a lesson on massa no no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um, that, so, yeah. that, that's that they should you know like yes. seriously <laughs> <laughs> and, and self-massage as well i've been yeah. I, i've got a lot of self-massage techniques particularly around the stabilizing muscles the achilles you know your calves and your hips so yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i think if need be um we've got a, some budget aside purely for for amino massage mm -hmm. in towns yeah. And um, what about, you know, because you're running through a variety of states, what are the um, <clears throat> different, did you have to get permission? What sort of, what's the legal logistics of it all? Yeah, no, it's all open at the moment. We have been asking permission to pass through Indigenous um, traditional land, with particularly up north. I guess what I meant more rather than permission, and sorry, and that's fair, I hadn't even thought of that, but more... Yeah. Um, do they have different rules like of what you have to do? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they absolutely do. Some, so most of the way through, um, 
you if you're running on a freeway you have to have a vehicle in, in say victoria as one you have to have a vehicle behind you at all times and you have to have a vest on i'm not going anywhere near roads so i'm just back out on the bicentennial rail trail so for me it's going to be an extra but you're not going out. on any roads if, if maybe in a town but 99% no with uh, just for safety okay. yeah and also this Australia that we want to show off it's not on the main roads it's the back roads so I've added over 2,000 k's to the route just to just to see a bit more of a you know a back end of Australia um and I may regret that when I'm 4,000 k's in and could be finished but <laughs> <laughs> at this point the plan is to is to stick as far remote as possible Oh, that's going to be great. And that'll be better for the, the film too, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. And I don't like running on roads anyway. I don't like the yeah. cars, not for safety, just the noise and, the yeah. and you know, we're doing this for the fumes. world. Yeah, for fumes. And, like, we're doing this for the animals in the national parks. So yeah. to not show those off would almost yeah. feel out of place, I think. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. So um, if people want to follow you, will you have, like, a tracker on you? Yeah, absolutely. So we're about to put that into the website. Um, and I won't have the tracker on Instagram, but I'll be giving daily updates on where we are. Um, mostly so if people do want to come and run or just see we're up to, they yeah. can come and join. I'll have kind of a live feed and you can always just assume the next day I'll be 42.2 Ks further. So, um, <laughs> that's the plan. <laughs> and, and how are you measuring the distances just with your standard GPS watch or do you have something else? Yep. Yep. We've got, I'm going to be wearing, <laughs> two two watches because yes. i don't want to risk not getting the record i agree battery. absolutely <laughs> imagine missing out on a technicality or like a, a yes. watch malfunction i'd be devastated so to be honest with you i might even also have it on my phone <laughs> yeah. yeah no that's fair enough yeah mm -hmm. I, I would probably be the same yeah yeah, yeah that's the plan <laughs> now if people want to follow you on social media and that sort of stuff how do they do that yeah so instagram is um the, the main one i haven't quite wrapped my head around tiktok yet um it's it's more me not not everyone else but, <laughs> but um instagram is uh tip underscore two underscore toe underscore 2022 so tip to toe 2022 um yeah same as the website and it's all kind of laid out there. Um, but yeah, absolutely would love everyone's support because this is going to be a really wild run and yeah, and not just support on socials, but yeah, I mean, call me, say hello, yeah. donate to the Wilderness Society, um, come and run or walk, you know, be involved in any way. It's a very inclusive, inclusive project. Yeah, no, it, it sounds like it. And um, all right, so I'll put those links up on the show notes as well as where people can donate. I just had a question in my head and it's just gone. <laughs> I, right. I should have written. I'll be running through Baronia. You can come and do the last. Oh, one will you really? Me. Yes. Well, that's what I was going to say. What date do you start and what's the yep. finish date plan? August 20. Um, I don't have a finish date yet because I don't know exactly when I'll be home. Yeah. But so you're running through Baronia. Why is that? Oh, I just, I just probably will. I'll be coming. Yeah. Like I've looked at the way I come home, and it's because it's all bush out there back in, um, yeah, behind you. Like it might not yes. be exactly Baronia, no, but, but it'll be pretty you. close. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's that? There's what's that mountain behind you? I know the name of Mount it. Mount Dandenong. That's it. Mount, yeah, Dandenong. So going over Mount Dandenong. So I'll oh, be, you're I'll gonna be go over. Wow, you're keen. Okay. <laughs> We're going over so many mountains. We're going over the entire, almost over the entire Great Putting Range. Oh, wow. So I'm still umming and ahhing whether I do that. 
but if I do want to stick to the rail trail, I will be. So it's exciting. So have you plotted it on a map? Do you know what the generally what the elevation will be? Oh, I haven't done the calculation. Oh, Surely right. it's going to be whopping though. Because yeah, it, I'd be interested to know. It's going to yeah, be yeah, yeah. Because yeah, no, I'll definitely look at look at that up. Yeah, I yeah. I haven't thought about that. To be honest, my entire focus right now is on Cape the Cape Peninsula because yeah. it's so unknown to me. I mean, I grew up in Victoria. I'm used to the yeah. hills, but those long deserts, kind of no mobile reception hundred kilometers between towns that's that's different and so yeah I think I'm gonna feel like I've very much accomplished something just by getting to Brisbane you know doing that first half of the country which seems so remote and 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 foreign to me yeah a bit daunting yeah um, I can Mm. imagine yeah all right well um thank you for coming on the podcast we're really looking forward to following you and and seeing how it all goes and and like I said it'd be great to um you know, maybe tee up a, a chat for after and, and we can have a chat about how it all panned out. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it is, it's 22 weeks, so we can always say hi halfway through and be like, That's if I true. make it through Queensland, then I'll be like, all right, smooth sailing from here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no. And I'm sure it will be. I'm sure it will be. It's um, those nerves just in, make you um, go through all the processes and make sure everything's, you know, 100%. So absolutely I couldn't agree more but yeah absolutely thanks for having me it's been really good to have a chat you've got an incredible series of guests that have been on your podcasts and yeah I love listening to them and I'm probably going to continue to listen to them while I'm out there and it's yes, true you'll have lots of time to catch up on all the podcasts in the world <laughs> won't you absolutely. all righty well thanks so much for coming on and we look forward to chatting with you again thanks again bye I hope you enjoyed my chat with Akana. I really did. And it's great to see women getting out there doing some exciting runs and having big goals. Now, on another note, I wanted to just remind you, if you haven't seen on um, Facebook or Instagram, I will be at the Diamond Creek Runners Market Night on August the 12th at 7pm. That's when it starts. And this is at the Diamond Creek Bowls Club in Reserve Court, Diamond Creek. It's a free entry and there's lots of different stalls, um, including me. So I would love to see you there and um, I'm sure it'll be lots of fun. Anyway, have a great rest of your week and see you next Friday night. Bye.